friends. Welcome to the Lug Life Podcast. My name is Adam. My name is Sherry. Sherry Beth, what episode is this? Number 50, five zero. This, this is a big one. This is a milestone. Yeah. 50 episodes. When we started this a year ago, January mm-hmm. 2021, did you think we'd make it to 50 or did you think we'd give up long before this? <laughs> uh... Well, I mean, I kind of figured we'd give it up. Oh, me too. 100%. Because of our track record. 100%. But I am really proud of us for sticking with it. I am too. Uh, This is going to be a different episode than we've done before. Yep. So yesterday over on our Leg Life YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. we did an Alaska this or that video. Yep. Except we realized that there are a lot of stories that kind of came out of some of our answers that YouTube just doesn't give you the ability to... To really like expand on. Right. I mean, you can, but it just makes for a really long video. So we decided to kind of do uh, a bit of a package deal. Yep. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have not listened or if you've not watched our YouTube video, um, go check that out. Go over to the Leg Life YouTube page, search Alaska this or that, and uh, check out that video and then come back and listen to the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So we have 20 questions yep. that we went through and kind of put together. Yes. And these are iconic Alaska things, famous Alaska things, some of our favorite Alaska things. Yep. And as we said on YouTube, um, these answers, this isn't like, I like this and I hate this. Right. These are all good things. And we had a really hard time choosing between them. Um, But we made ourselves choose between them. Completely. (laughs) And some of the answers were not... But we're not easy. Right. But also, there are some really great stories. And that's what we're going to share in today's podcast. Kind of mm-hmm. the stories behind our Alaska this or that. Yep. Um, so the first question we said was mountains or glaciers. And you said? <laughs> I said mountains. And I said mountains as well. Yes. Now, here's... I I have a hard time... I had a hard time answering this one because... Mm-hmm. Um, well, because literally... My Enneagram 5 brain says, but glaciers are in the mountains. Nope. And so you didn't let me choose that. But um, but also, like, there is just something so amazing about glaciers. Yeah. And we've gone on the glacier cruises and we've, you know, climbed on glaciers and um, they're uh, amazing. Um. And so it was it was really hard for me to choose mountains, but I did. I chose mountains because, um, and I said this in the video, but it's because I love mountains and I never get tired of looking at the mountains. We see them every day. Every day outside of our living room window. But I will say, uh, kind of touching on what you said, when you are on a boat near the face of a tidewater glacier mm-hmm. and you hear that so when a glacier calves, what calving means is that part of the glacier falls off into the water or just kind of falls off. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes a thunder. And that's the only way I know how to describe it. Yep. That just fills where you are. It's this yeah. unbelievable loud cracking noise. Um, and then, you know, the water, the waves, just everything from the glacier falling into the water is just mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. So... That was, uh, we both answered mountains on that one for the same reason. Yes, Uh, but I do have a story about this. Oh, you do? And this is why it was so hard, I think, to to choose. I didn't know there was a story on this. There is a story on this. Let's hear it. So last summer, we, where were we? I forget even where we went. But we went right up to the face of a glacier. And it was, like, it's huge. It's 
stories and stories and stories tall. And a big chunk of it fell off while we were there. Like, it was just, it was so cool. And, like, that whole experience was amazing. Oh. Was it this last summer or the summer before? It, I don't know. I think it was the summer before. Maybe it was the summer before. I think so. Yep. So the next question, Iron Dog or Iditarod? We both said Iditarod. Yes. Um, question after that, salmon or halibut? I said halibut because I don't like salmon. I said salmon because of how versatile it is. Yeah. Um, just, you know, questions that we might not have, like stories. We're just kind of skipping over telling you what we said. Yep. Uh, Claudia or Steam Dot? I said Steam Dot. I said Claudia. Wrongly. Um, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. And this next one, though, we got a great story with this one. This is Midnight Sun or Northern Lights. Yeah. So we both said Northern Lights. Yes. Um, now, the Midnight Sun is unbelievable and amazing. The Midnight Sun is a really unique thing um, that people on, like, this latitude get to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, uh, there's something about the Northern Lights. And we have a story to tell about one of our experiences getting caught in the Northern Lights. So we were driving down to, I think we were driving to the town of Soldotna, which is south of Anchorage. And I don't even know why we were down there. And driving back, we... We're going through this mountain pass. A lot of the drive is through um, is through a lot of mountain passes. And we're going through this one mountain pass and kind of came over this hump. And just the entire sky is filled with northern lights. Mm-hmm. And they are just absolutely dancing and moving. Yep. And it was the kind of thing that was like, oh, my God, we've got to find, like, the next, like, pullout. Yep. Like, Which Alaska does a really good job of having... Um, fairly frequently is like these little pullouts for cars to get off of the road and yep. park. And so you can look at the scenery or look at the sky. So we get out and it is, it is pitch black. Uh, you're in a mountain pass, so there's no light pollution, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is, it is the moon and the Northern lights. And that's kind of all of the light that's around. Yep. And we're just kind of standing out there looking up in, I mean, in awe, honestly. It, yeah, it was amazing. It was hands down the best Northern Lights experience that I've ever had. It was unbelievable. And you're up in a mountain pass, so it feels like you, they're right above you. It feels like you can touch them. Yeah. And we're out there. We're outside of the vehicle, standing there looking up. And all of a sudden, because remember, we kind of pulled off on this little <laughs> roadside pull-off. Mm-hmm. We hear, and the only way I know how to describe it <laughs> is imagine if there were claws walking across asphalt. Yep. Like a bear that had like big claws you could kind of like, I don't know if it's going to pick up the microphone, but like, like it sounded like claws on pavement. It sure did. And, but it's pitch black and we can't see anything. Right. And so Sherry and I looked at each other and you could tell we both heard it and knew that that wasn't good. <laughs> and so we like darted back to the vehicle. Right. Now we weren't far, far away from the vehicle. No. We were 10 or 15 feet from our, our car. Um, but we like booked it back and got in that car real quick. Oh my gosh, so fast! And we drove away. We never did see no anything, but boy, we both heard it, and, and we were both like, "Oh no!" Now, granted, <laughs> because of the highway, it totally could have been like a porcupine. Porcupine's gonna have like kind of long nail. You know what I mean? Like that—that's what yeah, I mean, in or, my mind. I mean, it could have been like a rock falling down the mountain, or you know, it could have totally. been like whatever. But like, it was that sort of a noise that we both heard, and we were both like, "Oh no." So we had to cut our amazing oh. Northern Lights experience short because we didn't want to die. I I could have stood there. <laughs> I mean, I could have stood there forever and just watched yeah. that. It was amazing. In fact, it was one of those experiences that was like, oh, I wish that we had been vlogging or I wish it was in, the, you know, because this was a, a long time ago, like before even so, cell phone cameras were good. This is before iPhones, I think. I think it's before iPhones were even a thing. I could have taken a photo on my Blackberry. Probably, yes. <laughs> 
So that's our that's our Northern Light story. Uh, yep. We've seen them a lot, but only a few times where it's truly like breathtaking. Yep. Um, the next question uh, was humpback whales or orca whales. We <laughs> love both of these. Yes, we decided we both chose humpback um, because of a specific experience, but we also decided that orcas are prettier. Yeah, orcas are, are without a doubt a prettier animal. Yeah. I mean, just like the black and white, they're just yep. they're beautiful. Yep. Humpbacks uh, are kind of funny looking. So we have a couple. Um, <laughs> we have a couple sort stories with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've heard, well, actually, you've seen both of them on videos yes. on vlogs. Uh, the humpback whale story was from this last year when we saw the mom and the baby. It was <sighs> unparalleled. It really was. It was just. It was phenomenal. It was the moment I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be able to see that that close in that location was, it was just unbelievable. Yep. And then the previous summer, we were out on a glacier cruise or mm-hmm. one of the Kenai Fjords cruises, and we sort of got right in the middle of this pod of orcas. There were probably 30 of them. It, it was unbelievable. And it was, that was one of the coolest things I've ever experienced too. The boat cuts its engine, and so it's just silent, and the only thing you hear is like them when they get to the water to breathe, to the top of the water to breathe. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yep. It was so cool. And there were so many of them. And it felt like, it almost felt like you were like following us because it wasn't like, oh, that was cool. A couple seconds. Like it felt like we were with them for minutes. We were with them for a long time. Yeah. They were, they kind of just hung out around the boat for a long time. A lot of the cruises out of, um, out of Seward, the whale cruises, the glacier cruises, you do see, because there are a couple resident pods of orcas. There's a couple transient pods of orcas. So you see them, uh, often I would say. Um, but this was without a doubt the most intense and memorable experience. Yes, for sure. We had ever seen. And it was interesting because that actually happened on a cruise. It was when Auburn was visiting her first summer. Yeah. And we had kind of had a bit of a bust of a day. Like the weather wasn't great. We, I was super sick. You weren't feeling great. There <laughs> was I didn't just, have my cool medicine yet. We hadn't seen a lot of things. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we have this unbelievable experience in a gigantic pod of orcas. Yeah. And it it was crazy because that kind of redeemed the entire day. It did, yep. For it was sure. spectacular. So cool. Uh, the next question, Seward or Homer? We both said Seward. We both said Seward because of proximity. It's yeah. two hours. Um, we can go down for the day and come back and sleep in our own bed. Homer is four to five hours, depending on traffic. Yeah. Um, so harder to do in one day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot of driving if you want to go there and turn around and come back. Um, but I think Homer is prettier. Yeah, you like Homer's natural beauty more than Seward's. Yep. Okay. Seward is also beautiful. It's a beautiful little town. Uh, backs right up into mountains and it's got the Resurrection Bay right there. Um, it's beautiful. But I just think Homer, something about Homer... I think my uh-huh. favorite story of either of those, at least for me, is actually from Seward. Uh, there was a little, it wasn't even a bed and breakfast, it was like a vacation rental uh, mm-hmm. called, I don't even know if it's still around, it's called the Alaska Paddle Inn. Mm-hmm. And it was a top and bottom duplex. You could rent it upstairs or downstairs. And we went down there for just like a little weekend getaway and we rented the upstairs. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was beautiful, it was amazing, basically right on the water. Yep. And I'll never forget that we were like making breakfast in the morning. We're making waffles because they provided all the stuff to make it. (laughs) And you're making waffles, looking out the window, watching sea otters swimming Mm -hmm. in the water. And it was just the craziest thing to be like, 
how is this real? Right. Yeah. We worked at that place a couple of times. It was one of our favorite yep. places. Um, and, and again, just to be able to, you know, have a super relaxing place in a cute little town, wake up, make waffles while you're watching sea otters just like <laughs> swimming around. It was so cool. It was so cool. It was cool. amazing. That's yep. definitely one of my favorites. I agree. Um, the next question was Palmer or Wasilla. We both said Palmer. We both said Palmer. Palmer to me is just, it has like that cute little main street. It's just got like a Hallmark vibe. Um, and Wasilla is just a lot more like spread out. Yep. Now, if I had to choose people in Palmer versus people in Wasilla, some of our very favorite people ever live in Wasilla. So, um, but yeah, I, I just love the little town of Palmer. Yep, me too. Next question was Alaska Airlines or any other airlines. <laughs> uh, we chose Alaska. We're super loyal to Alaska. Yep. Uh, question after that, whale watching or flight scene? Yeah. And did we both say whale watching? I for sure said it. I don't remember what you said. Uh, I don't remember. Um... The story I have is actually around, because we told a whale-watching story already, a couple mm-hmm. of them. Um, my story of flight scene this past summer with my friend John, and this past maybe even spring it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so surreal to experience Alaska by air that way. Because Alaska is so vast, and it's so big. And it seems like everything in Alaska is big. The mountains are big. The valleys are big. The glaciers are big. The... Just like the animals are big, <laughs> like everything is big, uh-huh. yet here you are in a small plane. And there's something about being small in a big setting that is just I don't even know, it's just such an amazing experience. And I remember, uh, so John and I left Merrill Field here in Anchorage in, in his plane, and we flew to like Kinnick Glacier, flew over Kinnick Glacier a couple times, got to get close to the glacier, it was amazing. And then we kind of flew up this mountain pass and over the mountains down to the town of Girdwood. And to get to Girdwood from Kinnick Glacier, you kind of, you have to climb because you got to clear these mountains. And there's this one point where we're flying and I'm looking to my left and there's mountain peaks. And I'm looking to my right and there's mountain peaks. And you just, it's just so awe-inspiring. Like I, we're, I don't have words to describe what that's like to be so small in such a big landscape. <laughs> um, the other thing about like flying in Alaska, this is kind of a side story I'll say, is when you live here, you know a lot of pilots. Mm-hmm. It's just true. Like we have so many friends that are pilots. Yep. Um, and one of the things that's I think unique about being here is that whenever you hear about a plane accident, a small plane that goes down, a charter plane that goes down, we all like our our hearts kind of stop for a minute because we all know so many pilots. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing that's like, uh, oh my God, a plane went down here. That's kind of where so-and-so flies. Like just send some text messages. Yep. You know, you just kind of start checking. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah, you just kind of like start checking on your friends mm-hmm. um, because, you know, so many of our friends have planes and are pilots and are not flying. And I just don't know of another place where that's true. Right. You know, when you hear a plane accident, it's like, oh my God, I wonder, I want to make sure it's not somebody that I knew. Right. So yeah. that's my... My Alaska flight scene story. Yeah. Uh, the next one, moose or bears? Moose. Both, yep. yep. Both moose. Basically for the same reason. Um, yeah, just more accessible. Like, they're just kind of everywhere. We see them all over the darn place, outside our front <laughs> door. Um, in fact, it's about the time of the year. So, mm-hmm. confession, you guys. We still have our we still have our Halloween pumpkins outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're still outside. But we haven't, like, moved them yet to a place where moose could easily get them. 
Yeah. And so we, we about need to do that. We need to move them because there's like lots of moose tracks outside. Yeah. So they're around. So it's about the time of year when we move our pumpkins <laughs> so the moose can have <laughs> a little snack. A little snacky. <laughs> yep. Sherry, what's the next question? Parks Highway or Richardson Highway? Man. So we both said Richardson. Yep. Um, and again, kind of the same reasons. Yeah. And um, if you have not seen the video yet, the Parks Highway and the Richardson Highway both go to and from Fairbanks. They kind of make it like a loop between Anchorage and Fairbanks. Yep. Um, the Parks Highway is a little bit faster. It's a little more settled. There's there's lodges. There's stores. There's things to do um, along the way. The Richardson is much more untouched. Mm-hmm. It's much less taken care of. The road is a little bit rougher. Um, but it's and it's a little bit longer. But it's beautiful. It is beautiful. I mean, and that's the thing is like both of them are stunning, right? For, yes. For Mo and that's I was thinking about this when we were recording There's the video. There's not an ugly drive. Well, like if you were from any other state. Like, the Parks Highway might be the most beautiful drive you've ever done in your life. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Until you do the Richardson. <laughs> you do the Richardson. Um, right. And so, I, I do. I love both of them. One thing that I really love on the Richardson, though, do you remember driving back in the RV when Auburn was up here? Mm-hmm. We stopped at that drive-in and ate burgers. Yeah. Those burgers. They were really good. They were so good. They were really good. Yeah. Was that in Delta Junction? It was in Delta Junction. Yeah. I want to go back there this next summer because I remember being like, this place is delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. So that's the Parks Richardson Highway. Next question. Anchorage Museum or Museum of the North in Fairbanks? We were divided on this. Yeah. I said Museum of the North. There's not a wrong answer. They're they're both both amazing museums. Um, I I just like the Museum of the North a little bit more. Yeah. I like the Anchorage Museum. Um, There's currently an exhibit in Anchorage Museum. And I don't know, I'm not sure if I've told you about this, that I want to go to. So I'd like to, here in the next month, I'd like to go. Mm-hmm. It's called, I think, Lies, Lies, Lies. And it's a traveling <laughs> exhibit. And basically what it does is it talks about the impact on society that hearing, like, the constant lies that we get through media. Oh, and so they built a room where the ceiling, all of the walls, and the floor are all screens. And you Ooh. step in it. And I think it's like every, I don't know, 30 seconds or every minute, you're shown 40,000 lies. And there's an (laughs) audio plane that is just different lies that you hear in, like, in media. That's crazy. And I just feel like that's so impactful. That's a trip. And I remember, like, that's one of the things I love the Anchorage Museum does. I remember going to a a exhibit in Anchorage Museum about homelessness. Mm -hmm. And the first room you walked into, all of the walls were collected signs from our neighbors experiencing homelessness Mm -hmm. and it's just it it was almost like this punch in the chest we went to that with our nephews Hmm. and i remember um our younger nephew tobin i i think i want to say that he was seven or eight at the time and it really impacted him interesting and i remember him and he still talks about wanting to help um, our homeless neighbors and that kind of stuff. Like I he's, think this, he's still into that. I think this was a different exhibit. I'm not remembering that one because this is one that went to when Auburn was here. Oh. This was just two summers ago. Oh, okay. Did they have another one on homelessness? I think so because I remember going through it with the boys. Weird. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Interesting. Huh. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, next one, Alaska Zoo or Wildlife Conservation Center. We both chose the Wildlife Conservation Center, but you threw a little caveat into the middle of that. Yeah, because what I said is that 
we also have this thing called the reindeer farm. It's up in like the Palmer or Butte area. Mm-hmm. And it. That I have not been to yet. So this summer we're going to go. Yeah. And here's the thing that I liked about it. So at the Wildlife Conservation Center, they have some additional tours you can pay for. Like you can pay to like feed moose, which we've done. Mm-hmm. You can pay to have an encounter with reindeer, which we've done. Um, at the Wildlife Conservation Center, or I'm sorry, at the reindeer farm, you get to do all of those things included in the price. Oh, yeah. Like, they let you into a pen of reindeer, and there's, like, 20 reindeer, and they're literally just all around you. <laughs> um, you can kiss a moose. Oh, no, thank you. Sherry. No. Maybe. Um, and so, <laughs> I just feel like the reindeer farm, it's not as developed or as, like, maybe professional as the zoo or the Wildlife Conservation Center, mm-hmm. but I feel like the experience is so much more kind of hands-on and close-up with the animals. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'd like to go, yeah, yeah. I think this summer we need to cross that off. I agree. Okay. Next one, fishing or hunting? Yeah, we. this one is hard because we don't do either of these. We don't do... I have been fishing um, in, Indi- in Indiana and in Michigan, but also here. We have a word for the kind of fish you guys catch in Indiana and Michigan. You know what we call it here in Alaska? <laughs> bait. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the kind of fish you guys catch in the Midwest, we call bait in Alaska. Well, sure. Um, yeah, so I have been fishing. I don't enjoy it, um, but <laughs> I do have. So I answered this um, last night. We were kind of talking through these questions, and I told Adam, and he laughed really hard yep. at this. Um, I told him that I... Uh, and I don't know, I don't remember how I phrased it, but I, I, there's something about fishing, like there's something about fish themselves that seem less murdery. This is so funny to me. To kill them? I don't, I don't know. Um, and I, <laughs> I don't understand. I understand they're all living beings, whether it's a fish or a moose or whatever. Um, but there's just something I have no desire whatsoever to actually shoot a deer or a moose or a bear or whatever. Um, I have no problem. I, it's the grossness of it. I just don't, I don't like the slimies, um, or the blood, but I have no problem just like hooking a fish and killing it. Yeah. So, and I don't know why, I don't know why (laughs) my brain works like that, but, but fishing to me just seems so much less murdery than hunting. No, it's so true though. I know. Well, and it's, it's just weird, but I, I enjoy both, um, eating, eating both. Yep. (laughs) Um, I love me some good meat. Mm -hmm. I love me some good fish. I will, I don't like salmon, but I will eat any kind of white fish. I will eat any kind of shellfish. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what about fishing just seems less murdery, but it does. It it does to me. Is that weird to me? No. Okay. No, you're exactly right. Okay. When you said that, I started thinking about it. (laughs) And I started thinking about, like, when I've gone fishing, because, I mean, I've gone fishing a few times. You know, it's like you catch a fish, you bring it into the boat, or you bring it up to the riverbank, and you normally have, like, this club with your rock, and you beat it in the head until it dies. And I was just like, if I did that to a deer, like... You'd be like the most brutal. You know what I mean, it's like, what happened? It's like you are a horrible human. Why would you do that? Yeah, it's like, oh, I roped the deer and then beat it with a stick till it died. It's like you, you'd be arrested for animal cruelty. Right. And, and but like just shooting a deer, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. But I have. There's just something about pulling that trigger on a deer or any like mammal. I just I can't do it. I I Ugh. will say before I before I die. 
I would like to go hunting. I would like to have that experience just because I never have. Mm-hmm. Like, I shot a squirrel once at a camp. I don't think it counts. <laughs> but, but I don't I, think that counts. But I, I, mean, well, it counts. I have also shot squirrels with BB guns. I will say it, it counted for the squirrel. To the squirrel, it counted well, sure. quite a bit. Sure. To the little squirrel family. It's like, hey, mom, when's dad coming home? <laughs> oh, not feel terrible. Oh I feel horrible. Wow. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Next question was Turnigan Arm or Resurrection Bay. Yeah. Two just iconic alaska locations that are both both stunningly beautiful yep i chose turnigan arm because of proximity we can be there in 15 minutes yeah and i no matter how many times in fact so as you guys are listening well as we're recording this on thursday night Mm -hmm. i'm getting ready to go tomorrow down turnigan arm um, on a snow machine trip and Mm -hmm. you'll see that on the vlog i can't wait to share it with you guys (laughs) um but even though i've driven turnigan arm i'm hundreds of times yeah i am so excited because the weather tomorrow is supposed to be sunny and beautiful and i i never get tired of that view yeah it's so pretty all the time and the inlet does different things every time we drive down it sometimes it's just like glass and completely smooth and like the reflection of the mountains in it is like literally like a mirror it's Mm -hmm. amazing and then sometimes, like, the tide is coming in, so you can see that tide just rolling. Amazing. Um, there's times that it's really windy, and it's really rough seas, and it's like the waves are going crazy. So it's just, it's different every time, and it's just so pretty. Yep. All I, the time. Well, and that's the thing, is, like, different different weather patterns, times of the year, it has such a different, like, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. There are times that it's, like, gray and foggy and misty and it is just like such a mood it's such a mood but it's still stunning yeah and in the yeah. fall when the colors are turning and the mountains are covered in gold mm-hmm. it's beautiful and so i just love that different times of the year different days of the week give you a, such a different experience yep love it love it next love question it. uh reindeer hot dogs or talkina spinach bread um you chose reindeer hot dogs i did choose reindeer hot dogs um i do love the spinach bread um but i just really like those hot dogs so one of the one of the things that sherry and i do a bit of a tradition of ours i'm not sure if we've talked about this actually Mm -hmm. um the way that we celebrate the fact that it is officially summer (laughs) is we will go downtown Mm -hmm. order a reindeer hot dog sit outside right on fourth avenue in anchorage and just have lunch. Yep. Like, if it falls on a weekend, that's great. If not, I take a lunch break from work, which I rarely do. Yep. And I will. I work downtown, so I will meet him downtown, and we go and get reindeer hot dogs. It's kind of the kickoff to summer. That's when you know that summer is here. Yep. When the hot dog vendors start to bring their carts out, and it's warm enough to sit right outside oh, and eat. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. so good. But also, like for me. Talking to spinach bread. I have, I have so many good memories of spinach bread. I think mm-hmm. I think the one that I'm thinking of right now that was my favorite um, was this last year. And you weren't able to go with us when the Zachmans were here yeah. to Talkeetna. But took them to spinach bread. And we got this. We got these tables and these chairs right on the deck of a neighboring business. And we just like sat there and ate spinach bread and like watched people walk by. And we laughed so much. It was just, it was one of those memories where I was just so happy to be with friends eating my spinach bread sure sounds like a lot of fun it was a lot of fun sure you should have been there <laughs> should have been there yeah um what do we got next summer or winter so oh. alaska summer or alaska winter i chose summer mm-hmm. because the winter tries to kill me true um maybe I, you should ask why maybe you should say winter well, why are you trying to kill me so much? i know i mean i feel like i'm a nice person yeah. um 
the cold is really, really terrible for me. And, um, the ice, like I fall all the time. Yeah. Um, I fall in the snow. It's just, it's not any fun. Like I can't walk in it. I can't be out in it because it's just too cold. I just don't like the winter. I like the winter from inside in a nice warm place. Sounds like a you problem. Well, <laughs> but I will say yeah. in the, even in the video, one of the things that you said that you love the most about winter is sitting inside oh, 100%. with a warm like cup of cocoa and Completely. watching it snow, which Completely. I agree. It's beautiful, but inside. <laughs> yeah, and not out in it no and that this is my argument for people who are just like oh alaska's too cold in the winter um my argument for that is the exact same thing when people say oh like florida's too hot in the summer here's the thing you how if you lived in florida and it was you know a billion percent humidity and it was so <laughs> hot you wouldn't spend the majority of your time outside in it right you spend time in environments that are more comfortable Right. You know what I mean? And so you're inside in an AC. If you visit Florida in the summer, you're in your resort or you're in your pool or you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's the thing is that, yes, are winters in Alaska cold? Absolutely. But most days, like you're outside for minutes. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. walking from a heated building to your car. It's it's that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I, I love how winter looks i love the peacefulness of it i love the stillness of it the calmness of it i do too it's i a, do like that it's a winter to me is the most restful season um whereas summer to me is like we just do so much right winter is more restful because it's dark all yep. the time and um there's not anything to do because it's too cold to mm -hmm. be outside so it is well, just but, more restful but here's what i'll say that's true for you like we know so many people who their winter is filled with outdoor activities right they're skiing they're fat biking they're cross-country skiing they're downhill they're snow machining they're you know what i mean like yeah a lot of alaskans winter doesn't slow down their activities at all <laughs> yeah. and so like that's just kind of that's that's us yeah like even tomorrow i'm going out snow machining and like the wind chill tomorrow could be 30 below zero Oof. and <laughs> That's just terrible. Like, I would lose all of my fingers. But there's gear. And that's the thing is that, like, there's gear to keep you from that. And so that's what I'm excited about about tomorrow is, like, be out in truly extreme cold, snow machining, hopefully to the face of a glacier, getting to go in, like, ice caves and all that stuff. <laughs> Can't wait. Right in the middle of winter. Right. So cool. So we both said summer, um, but I am definitely more of a winter fan. In fact, I also think that people... Um, I think that if you're in Alaska, like if you love Alaska and you come here in the summer and you've been here on lots of cruises, I think you should plan a winter trip. Like I think you should plan a time when you can come up here, see the Iditarod, um, see the Northern Lights, stay at like Alieska Ski Resort, go skiing if you want. If not, like sit in your room, watch snowflakes and drink hot toddies in the ski bar. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a nice weekend. Yeah. All right. What's next? Coffee huts or breweries? Yeah. This one... This one was, I think, easy for both of us. And we had different answers. I chose coffee huts. I said breweries. Yep. Um, um, and I like the coffee huts because they're so accessible. They're everywhere. They're just these little drive-through huts. And you can get coffee and keep going on your way. Yep. Um, the breweries are many as well. Mm -hmm. Not nearly as many. Nope. Yeah. Um, but it, they, it's more of an atmosphere. It's more of a vibe. That's what I like about them is that mm -hmm. it is more of a, 
it's more of a culture and more of a community, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And so you you go to a brewery and, you know, the coffee huts are drive through. I pass through and get coffee on my way to something else or doing something else. Brewery to me is like, I'm going to go, I'm going to spend time, I'm going to sit, I'm going to chat, we're going to have a conversation, I'm going to have a flight of beers. Like it's a, the brewery is an experience in itself. It's a commitment. It is a commitment. Yeah. And I love that. Like that's, that's one of my favorite things about it. Yeah. So then the last question, we pit two iconic Alaska steakhouses against yeah. each other. Club Paris or Double Muskie? Club Paris here in downtown Anchorage. Double Muskie in the ski resort town of Girdwood, Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both went with Double Muskie. Yes. Neither... There's not a wrong answer here. No, there is not. Um, they are both phenomenal. They both serve amazing steaks. Um, but Double Muskie to me is just more of an experience. Um, Club Paris is really cool. Um, it's it's accessible. It's right here in, in Anchorage. Um, but Double Muskie is like you drive down turning an arm. And it's in like this little tucked away place in Girdwood. And it's this little wood building that does not look like the best restaurant No, here. it's just like you pull into the dirt um, dry, uh, uh, parking lot yep. and <laughs> um, you, like this building is just sort of ramshackle and kind of run down and like you walk into it and you're like, is this, am I in the right place? Like, is this where I'm going? And you yep. walk in and it still looks divey um, and it is, but it's Everything on the menu is amazing. It's so good. Yeah. And it's so, it's just such an Alaskan thing that that's our best restaurant. Yeah. You know, that it's not <laughs> some like super fancy, super high end, like over the top. Um, and it truly is not just Alaskans love this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of you guys might know like the Food Network's best of program. Mm-hmm. Uh, they called Dove Muskie one of the 10 favorite restaurants in America. I mean, like, people love this place. Yeah. Uh, There are so many people. It's funny because as we travel, you know, we mentioned we're from Alaska. And a lot of people, when they, like, reminisce about their Alaska trip, they talk about double muskie. The meal at double muskie. Mm -hmm. um, The pepper steak. The fillets. The jalapeno cheese bread. They're, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I could go on and on. Yeah. I haven't had anything that's not amazing there. In fact, here's what I'll, here's how good Double Muskie is. <laughs> um, in this entire this or that tag, we've talked about a lot of food. We've talked about a lot of experiences, a lot of things to do. Mm-hmm. And this, this podcast and the video we filmed really got me excited about some things. There is not one thing on this entire list that if I could go do right this minute that I'm craving more than going to Double Muskie. <laughs> yes. Agreed. I want to go agreed. right now. I want to go right now. So bad. Um, oh. Yes, because it's so good. It's. I have the website up in front of me, you guys. <laughs> Danger. Um, Danger. But here's the thing. They also have their own cookbook. Yeah. That would be a fun video thing. Oh, that would be fun. Trying to make some Double Muskie. It's not going to be as good. Of course it's not. <laughs> but we can try, gosh darn I it. I know. So, you guys, that was our Alaska This or That tag. Some of the stories behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the things that I is that I loved as we started even picking these questions. Mm-hmm. Is that we were sitting in our living room and just, we would talk about our answers and then we just had these stories. Oh, do you remember? <laughs> remember that time that we, yep. you know, thought we were going to get killed by, like, whatever was coming at us when we were A watching Northern Lights. A bear or moose or whatever. <laughs> Clanking across the road. Clanking across the road. 
Um, there's just so many stories. And the reality is, like, every single thing on this list, we could have told stories about. Yes, we have stories for every one of them. Which I think is so cool. Yeah. Um, and we didn't even get into some of the... There were some questions and some items that we wanted to include. We didn't include anything on this about Alaska King Crab. Nope. We we had it on the list, and then we decided it was too close to one of the other things, and so we removed it, but... One of my favorite Alaska King Crab stories. <laughs> See? This is what I'm going to... Yeah. I'm just going to take over the podcast here. Do it. Um, is we have a friend... Bonus uh, content. A friend I uh, grew up with who owns a crab boat. Mm-hmm. And there was a day here in this house that we, like, got a knock at our front door mm-hmm. and opened the front door, and it was a box of Alaskan King Crab fresh from his boat. Right, that he had caught the day before? Uh, a day or two before they offloaded yeah. it off of his boat. Right. And it's like, oh, there's, like, legit a box of fresh crab at our door. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh... What's up, Alaska? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Alaska doing Alaska things. Mm-hmm. And so there's so many more stories that we could that we could tell about different topics. But you guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed kind of this vlog slash podcast combination. Yeah. Um, Let us know if this hits or if it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because we do want to know if this works. Right. Because we have a few other ideas if it does work. Yeah. It's, it's nice having a platform where we can go a little more in depth and tell Tell some of the stories behind our answers. Yeah, I um, agree. Without having a really long video. Exactly. I'm mm-hmm. really excited for our next trip to Double Muskie. Me too. I oh want, my goodness. What are we doing this weekend? <laughs> I, I, I want the pepper steak so bad. And I want that filet with uh, the béarnaise sauce. All right, friends. We love you guys so very much. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, again, go over to YouTube. Search Leg Life Podcast. Uh, we want to hear from you. Any of these stories that that you love. Do you have your own stories of any of these things we talked about? Yeah. Let us know in the comments on this video over there on YouTube, Leg Life Podcast. Friends, we love you. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Episode number 50. 50. Done. I know. I'm I was s- saying we should have made this our 49th because Alaska is the 49th state uh, and I didn't even think about it. Fail. Ugh. This I'm is... just going to shut down the podcast now. Yep. All right, guys. Last <laughs> podcast ever because we messed that up. No, we're not. No. All right, friends. We love you. We'll see you next week on the Lug Life Podcast. Bye. Bye.